Welcome to the Second Mix Podcast, where we reflect, revise, and remix our lives. My name is Matthew Bennett. If you like what you hear today, please subscribe and give me five stars wherever you can. And if you know of anyone who's going to find this content helpful, please join my mission and share it with them. At the end of this podcast, I'm going to give you a call to action, a call to take some little step to remix your life. Please join the Facebook group Ideas and Concepts Mastermind so that we can talk about the ideas. The link is in the description. In a world where businesses are paying money to buy your attention, the ability to focus is going to be the new superpower. I'm sure you realized before I did that the people around you are less focused and maybe it's even affecting you. Do you post something on Facebook and do you check 20 times in one hour to see if you get any likes or comments. We're wired to get a dopamine hit when that happens, and it's actually becoming an addiction. How about if you're talking to somebody and your phone indicates that you have a text message? How badly do you want to check it? How badly do you feel like you need to look at that? That is another dopamine hit. Have you noticed watching shows or movies that each scene cut happens in one, two, or three seconds? This is compared to older movies. That are four or five seconds and even longer. In fact, the further you go back in time, the longer the cuts. This is an attempt to not bore the audience. And it's kind of sad that they think we'll get bored if there's not a scene change within three seconds or a camera angle change. I don't think there's any ill intent or conspiracies going on here, but producers know that that's how you win attention and keep their audience there longer. YouTube, Facebook, TikTok, any time sink on the internet or television has that purpose in mind. The longer you stay on, the more money they make. So they use techniques to keep you there. YouTube's related videos feature is a great example of this. If you're watching a video and you get bored with it, the first thing you glance at is the related videos to see if something on the side looks more interesting than what you're watching. Because of all of this attention-grabbing and productivity-destroying media, there is a window, an opening, and a winning spot for anyone able to overcome all of this stuff and learn how to focus their attention on one task for a good-sized chunk of time. If I hadn't learned this, I wouldn't be here podcasting today. I wouldn't be out in the world trying to help people start their businesses or get them online or be doing any consulting at all. I had a habit of sitting down at my computer to get to work and immediately I'd get distracted by something and I'd get maybe five minutes of actual productive work done every hour. That's not an exaggeration. I was working on my own business at my own home with no accountability to get anything done and I was unaware of all the attention traps laid all over the place and I was equally unaware of what it was costing me to fall into those traps. The thing that saved me was the skill of time blocking. Once I became aware of the problem, I started reading about how to overcome it. At first, I would block off chunks of time to get things done. I would say no social media, no YouTube or anything like that from nine to noon, which are my most productive hours mentally. The pull to hit social channels was so strong though that I still had difficulty remaining focused. To resolve that, I also began time blocking my social media, spaces of time where I could hit Facebook and go to town without feeling guilty about it. But when my time was up, I had to shut it down immediately and usually get to lunch. Time blocking is simply this, pre-planned hours that have a singular purpose, whether it's for relationships, health, family, work, charity, personal development, or lifestyle. 
what gets planned gets done. So if I have two hours set aside to write, record, and schedule a podcast, I put it in my planner and then let nothing distract me from doing that. The same thing with family time, exercise time, and all the rest. And now that I block off the time and plan it, it gets done. Of course, things are going to get in the way. It's not always going to go the way you want it to go, but you can't let that stop you. Just forget what's behind and press on toward what is ahead. If you messed up today or if something got in your way today, get back to your time blocking tomorrow as quickly as possible. My strategies might not work for you. The most important thing here is to be aware of the fact that it's a problem, but also the fact that you can be a superstar at whatever you want to do if you can take the time to learn the skill of focus. I wish that there was some easy advice to say, this is how you learn to focus, but there, there isn't. At first, learning the skill feels really boring. Real life feels boring in comparison to exploring the entire world on the internet and jumping at every dopamine-producing shiny object you see. But if you're passionate about something, if you have intention, purpose, if you have a mission to accomplish, that boring work takes on a whole new flavor. That's why goal setting and choosing your purpose is vital to this process. To build the skill of focusing, you just have to do it. You've got to sit through the hard parts and keep working at the project. I don't know of any way around it. And you've got to mess up and then try again and mess up and then try again. But it won't be very long before you begin to notice that once again, you have control of your own mind and you're able to accomplish the tasks at hand. Tim Ferriss's book, Tribe of Mentors, had two interviews that really helped me get my act together and inspired me to focus. The first was Gary Vaynerchuk, who said, they shouldn't care about the next eight years, but they should stress about the next eight days. Everybody's super impatient about macro, making decisions like what am I going to do when I turn 25 and impatient about it. But during the days they're watching Netflix, they're super worried about 25 when they're 22, yet they're drinking every Thursday night at 7 p.m., playing Madden, watching House of Cards, four and a half hours of Instagram on their feed. Everybody's impatient at a macro, wasting your days worrying about your years. I'm not worried about my years because I'm squeezing the heck out of my seconds, minutes, days. The second interview in the book that influenced my focus was by business thinker Tom Peters, who said, excellence is in the next five minutes or nothing at all. It's the quality of your next five minute conversation. It's the quality of, yes, your next email. Forget the long term. Make the next five minutes rock. I would love to hear your strategies about how you get focused and what you need to change to gain this new superpower. Let me know in the Ideas and Concepts Mastermind group on Facebook. We've been having a lot of great conversations there, and I'm meeting a lot of cool people. You can too when you click the link in the description. Thanks for listening to the Second Mix podcast. Once again, I am Matthew Bennett. You can grab this transcript on the blog at secondmix.net. If you have any questions, send me an email at matt at secondmix.net. I personally answer every email I get, and I want to talk to you. 
Please give me five stars whenever and wherever you can. Subscribe to get notified about the latest episodes. And if you haven't yet, please leave me a review. That's really going to help people find this podcast on Apple. If you know anyone who might find this information helpful, please tell them about this show. I do this to help people. I'm going to be here every Monday and Thursday until all people everywhere believe the moon landing is real. Take steps that will make your week incredible. I will be back on Monday. This weekend, continue reflecting, revising, and remixing your life. I'll see you soon.